What is up, everyone, and welcome to Podcast with Pack. I'm your host, Pastor Ashley Karayuki, and this is a podcast packed with real conversation, a life-changing message, and a time of refreshing. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed by today's episode. I, I want to encourage you today. I was thinking about tonight, and um, I was talking to Pastor, and, and um, he sends his love, of course. And he was saying, you know, I just feel he's like, it's just such a good energy. The people are just so ready and so, so ready. And I, it feels good to be around ready people. Amen. Not people who got to get ready, but people who are ready. Amen. And I just want to encourage us tonight as we've seen those numbers. Um, we thank God for every single one of them. Why do we count the souls? Pastor has taught us that the souls, each number is attached to a soul. So that 156, 156 salvations, each one of those are attached to a soul. Amen? Amen. Each prayer, I want to encourage us, the prayers that we pray for people when we're in the streets, even if you don't specifically lead them to Christ, it matters. You are sowing a seed. Amen? You are sowing a seed. And so as you are praying for people, just hearing their prayer requests, and as we learned this morning in the 6 a.m., you're encountering all types of different people, and you are sowing a seed into the hearts of man. And what is man? Image bearers. Amen? Mankind are image bearers. We are all made in the image of God, and therefore, when I see a soul, I see the image of God. And when we begin to look at souls that way, we get a whole new understanding of what this thing is about. And we understand the importance of making sure people get reconciled to God. Amen. And so when I look at these numbers, 263 prayers, 156 salvations, including 44 high schoolers, my God. When they sent me that number, I sent them back a message screaming. I was like, yes, because I was so excited to somebody. They might say, oh, that ain't nothing, man. That's something. These are high schoolers. That is big, especially in the area that we are targeting. And so we have, I've given you all the plan and the schedule for the rest of the week, but God is doing amazing things in our Miss family. And so tonight, I just want to have a family talk. Is that okay? Even you online, just pull up, your, pull up your, your seat and let's talk a little bit. Amen. I was reading, I was reading um, yesterday and Pastor Talk mentioned this, uh, this preacher's name, Charles Spurgeon. You've never read Charles Spurgeon. I encourage you to start reading, reading him. If you're a student of the word of God, he's a preacher of preachers. If you want to hear preaching and I don't mean, huh, I'm not talking about, you know, that, kind of, you know, sometimes they ain't preach if they didn't know. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about revelation. You want to understand revelation in the word of God. Charles Spurgeon is one of the greatest um, legacies to, to, to study and read some of his stuff. And I read a quote by him and it really got me. And it reminded me of this week, and I just want to encourage us tonight really quickly. This is what he said. He said, oh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, if sinners will be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. And if, I, I need it on the screen, and, and if they will perish, let them perish with our arms about their knees, imploring them to stay and not madly to destroy themselves. If hell must be filled, at least let it be filled in the teeth of our excursions. 
and let not one go there unwarned and unprayed for. I was reading this last night before I went to sleep and I said, wow, that's what I just, I just want to tell, I just want to tell them. That's what I'm telling He said, oh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, if sinners will be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. At least let me stand in the way. When you went out last night or Monday night or today or going out tomorrow, you stood in the way of a lost soul in hell. He said, let them at least, if they're going to hell, I'm going to stop them because I'm a block. I'm a run block. I'm not going to let them go to hell that easy. He said, let them leap to hell over our bodies. And if they will perish, let them perish with our arms about their knees. In other words, literally us holding on to their knees like, no, you're not going. Get that family member in your head. Get that, get that son, that daughter, get that coworker. Whose knees are you grabbing saying, nope, not this one, devil. Oh, man, I need y'all to get it. Imploring them to stay and not madly to destroy themselves. I love this. If hell must be filled, at least let it be filled in the teeth of our excursions. What does that mean? He's saying, at least let me have done everything but sin to keep them in the way of God or to get them into the way of Christ. We preached last well, a week before last in the word of God where Jesus says we must work while it is day. Why? Because night is coming when no man shall work. No time to live. At least let me do everything. If it must be filled, at least I know I did everything I could do. I said every word I could say. I prayed every prayer I could pray. I did something. I served slices of pizza. <laughs> I opened my trunk. I put on my tennis shoes, my firebrand straight shirts, and I, I kept running with Deborah George. <laughs> I got my workout in, whatever I had to do. With the teeth, in other words, you bear down to say no. No devil, no devil. He said, let it be filled, at least let it be filled in the teeth of our excursions. And let not one go there, unwarned or unprayed for, unwarned or unprayed for. When you go do what we've been doing this week and what we do, period, because this is just who we do. This is what we always do. Amen? When you do what we've been doing and when you have this DNA, you are warning people. You are praying for them. That's why I said don't take these prayers, the prayers that we have with, with everyone that we meet as not something to count. That seed being sown. 
Let all of them experience that. Let, let, them, let them hear my warning. Don't let one go to hell without them being warned. That I did everything I could do. I prayed every prayer I could pray. He said, and let not one of them go there unwarned and unprayed for. And I immediately thought of the scripture. Go there with me, 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Because I want to encourage the laborer. Amen. Because we've been doing 6 a.m.s and then going out at night, and I want to encourage the laborer tonight. 1 Thessalonians 2, I'm going to start in verse 17. Amen. I'm reading New King James. He says, but we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart. In other words, they weren't there physically, but their hearts were still with them. He says, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, this is Paul, the Apostle Paul talking, time and again, but Satan hindered us. Verse 19, for what is our hope or joy or crown, underline that word crown, of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. We're going to do a teaching talking about the crowns that we will receive in heaven. But one crown pastor has taught us about is the soul winning crown. And that is called the crown of rejoicing. That every time we witness, we evangelize, we preach Christ. That crown of rejoicing has been added to your life. And that crown that you receive, you're going to, yes, place at the feet of Jesus when we get into eternity. Amen. But here, Paul is encouraging us through the scripture to understand there's such a joy that is also affixed to winning a soul. Sister Shelley said it. She said it was, it was exciting. It was amazing. What, what did it give? Joy. Joy. To see lives saved. To see somebody say, yes, pray for me. Because you get to share what changed your life. So it brings you joy. And so he says that we will receive a crown of rejoicing. Here Paul is anticipating the moment that he will see the harvest all together in eternity in the kingdom of heaven. Think about that. If we only want 156 souls to Christ in the last three days, in the last three days, I want you to imagine all of suddenly seeing them all in the presence of God with you. That is exciting, right? That should, he said it so perfect, it's a joy, what I long for, what I can't wait to see, my hope, my joy, the crown of rejoicing is anticipating all those we led to Christ to actually be in heaven with us and with Christ. That woman you prayed for, that man you prayed for, that child you prayed for. To see them dancing on the streets of gold and they would not be dancing there if you 
Oh, man. I want to encourage you. I want this to hit home. I, I'm not even trying to really preach to you. I want it to hit home. That this thing is for real, for real. It's not for play, play. It's for real. We're going to see one another. We're going to see these souls. You're going to see that young man, that young lady. Because they gave their life to Christ. Why? Because you opened your mouth? Because you served pizza? But what you mean because I served pizza? Because if you wouldn't have done that, that gap would have been there, which would have stopped somebody else from opening their mouth. I need you to hear me. Every place must be filled. My prayer has been build your church because every gap must be filled so everyone can do the place and the thing that they're called to do. Oh. Every place you play, every gap that's there, God will fill it. And so we can't say something's too small or something's too, no, 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 no. Every place matters. I love Evangelist George, all her merch, it says you matter. You do. Your gift, your call, you as just being who you are, you matter. And you doing what we, what we have done and made available as a ministry and just hear my heart. This thing is not common. What we've done this week, pastor has given us the numbers. Most churches budget hundreds of thousands of dollars to win one. To win one. We go and we do all these great things and I'm not against lights. I'm not against screens. We're going to get those things. It's great. It's great. I'm not against that. I'm not against the big extravagant things that people do. I'm not against it. But sometimes we overcomplicate the gospel. And honestly, all he asks for is our obedience. And obedience is free. <laughs> we need to say, Lord, I'm available to you. Here Paul in 1 Thessalonians, he admonishes those he's won to Christ. And he says, I anticipate the moment when we'll all be together with Christ. And how will they all be together with Christ? Because of his ministry. Because of his ministry. Because he went out. Because he preached the gospel. Because he taught. Because he discipled. He, he is anticipating this great reward and even he would this is something i want y'all to catch some of us when we get into heaven we're going to see people who we know and we didn't know they'd be there what do i mean i can't tell you how many people i have encountered even before pastor and i came into this role in this position who has come up to me and said i remember you when you was this age and you used to sing this and I tell you, it made me want Jesus. And I'll be like, okay, I don't even know you. You do not know. You will discover souls in heaven. You will discover people that you didn't even know you were influencing. You will see people in heaven who will be like, thank you. Thank you, Minister Jackie. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. I don't even know who you are. They will be blessed. They have been blessed here in this earth just by you being obedient through your ministry. Oh, I, need, I, I hope you're getting it. 
you will you will get into heaven and be like really so don't discount what you are doing right now oh i'm just opening my trunk and giving out candy don't discount what you are doing right now brother alonzo testified on sunday we're talking about the mission house the transformation house that is complete and ready to open it yes Transformation House, Fireburn Transformation House. Brother Lonzo gave his testimony about how he even got here to the church. Mary Bailey was someone who ministered to him. And that man is here today and one of our greatest servants that's here in this ministry. So faithful. And now God set him free from prison and he's going back into the prison because he realized I'm not the last prisoner that God saved. You never know. You ne- you, the Bible says you could be entertaining angels. Oh. You, you're sitting there looking down at someone and you say, oh, this I can't do that. And you could be even ministering unto God himself. Oh, man. I want to encourage us as laborers, don't be weary in well-doing. In due season, you will reap if you faint not. That's Bible. I'm in your Bible. If you faint not. So what does that mean? If you feel yourself getting faint, let somebody know. Let somebody know. So we can pray that your faith does not fail you. So we can encourage you so you can get a pep talk. This is really what this is. You get a pep. Hey, let's do this. We must work while it is day. You got gifts. You got callings. God is doing something awesome. Let's not. Let's not. We, we want them to leap over our bodies, not move out the way so they can just fall in. I'm running block. Somebody say I'm running block. We got to run block. It's an, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I think it's so strategic and so prophetic as we're going into the holiday season that God will charge this ministry to go out and do what we've been doing this week. It's so prophetic. It's so prophetic. So prophetic. God is doing something mighty in our midst. And I just want to charge you tonight. I want to charge you and encourage you that what you are doing, what we are doing is not in vain. I said it's not common. It is not common, especially post-COVID. It's not common. It's not, yes, we in the dark. It's cold, it was cold last night. And God showed up because you showed up. Because you showed up. And God is honoring that. I wanna encourage you, the Bible says that you will receive therefore a crown of rejoicing. And that crown of rejoicing, which is a soul winner's crown, you will lay at the feet of Jesus. And this is where I conclude. Told you miracle. (laughs) We say something around here, apex. It's the apex. We have a crown, but the greatest crown is on our Savior. Yes, we will receive a crown. We're not giving you crowns so you can be walking around heaven talking about, yeah, no. That's not what it is. No, sweetheart. It's not that kind of party. You're receiving that crown 
so you can take that crown and lay it at the feet of Jesus. Because the bottom line is this. This is what I want you to get. You didn't save you. Nor did you save them. You are the vessel that's fit for the master's use. And so God used you to win them. But he saves. He delivers. So therefore he gets all the glory. And I want to encourage you. I don't care how long you've been saved or how long you've been for real, for real about Jesus. He can use you. He can use you. The woman at the well who was just doing all kinds of stuff. The man she was living with wasn't even hers. You thought she would have got it by now, but she didn't get it. She needed help. She needed deliverance. And Jesus didn't come to that well and try to just call out her mess and call. No, no, no. He came to her in love and compassion and in free, fear of God and freedom. He came. He came to the well. And he went to the well. He went to the place he shouldn't have been. Read your Bible. You in Samaria. What? That was, that was, you are not welcome here. He was, he was a Jew. He was not welcome. The Samaritans hated the Jews. The Jews hated the Samaritans. It was like an east side, west side thing. It was ridiculous. For real. It was bad. And here Jesus is going to go to the well, talk to this woman who is not, who he's not, first of all, he wasn't supposed to be talking to a woman. That's a whole nother story. We'll talk about that. He talks to a woman by himself and leads her to the living water. And this woman, y'all, she didn't hear it and say, okay, let me go and get five degrees. And she immediately got up, went into the town, and this is what she said. Come see a man. Come see a man. That's what we did. We got up. We went to Walter P. Here's some candy. Simple. The apex of all Christian endeavor. Must. Not maybe. Must become. This tells me that most of us don't have that motivation. It must become what is the apex, the highest, the climax, what I live for, what it's all about. The apex of all Christian endeavor must become to place a jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior. That the Lamb of God slain may receive the reward of his suffering. Jesus didn't die in vain. Why, why, are we, why are we getting up at 6 a.m. to pray and getting this impartation and understanding what it means to witness? Why, why, why are we doing this? Why are we getting candy and getting pizza and doing what? Why? 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 His suffering. Lord have mercy, his suffering. When we get an image and we understand what Christ did for us, my goodness, we have to tell the world. We have to tell the world, man. We got to tell the world. Tell them on our jobs. 
tell them in our homes, in our schools, and how we live and how we act and how we treat one another and how we love. How say they know them by the way we love one another? They're not going to come in here off the streets and run into ratchet. No, they're going to come off the streets and run into the love of Christ. And that's what we must be motivated by. His suffering. What he did for us, he can do for you. Come see a man. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how long you've been for real. He can use you immediately. She went. She told him, come see a man. And Jesus used her as a mouthpiece. Used her as a mouthpiece. He needed a preacher. How would they know except for a preacher? He needed it. And Samaria had a revival. <laughs> because of one woman. Unorthodox. That is not right. You ain't supposed to do that in the culture. Jesus said, I'm not about culture. I'm about reconciling image bearers back to the image they were created in. Standing to your feet tonight. That's what it's about. I told y'all it was a miracle. I just want to encourage y'all. We're together at 6 a.m. We're going to be praying and getting impartation. Then tomorrow night, 6.30, at our East Campus, we're meeting. And we're going out as a force. That's the word that just keeps coming to my spirit. A force. We're a force. Eternal life is and has always been a force. It's in our name. Eternal life is a force. And we're going out as a force with fire. Everything is so prophetic. I, I just see what God's done. It is just wow. We're going out with the fire of God. So I want to encourage you, don't, don't, don't say, you know, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I can't. Hey, let's, let's all, let's all. Again, if you feel faint, let somebody know. We got water. <laughs> we got prayer. We got to, we'll encourage one another. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's win souls for Jesus. That's our motivation. Put that apex back up there. I want to say that as a church tonight, as we dismiss the service. And let me say this. If you've never been out soul winning, I know it can be intimidating. It gets scary. It might be a little intimidating to you. But we're going out as a family. We got each other's back. Nobody's going to go by themselves. Don't worry. We're not going to send you by yourself. No, no sir, no ma'am. Everybody's going together. We're going as a family. But let me encourage you. Don't, don't be intimidated. And don't let the enemy try to say you're not good enough. You're not free enough. You yourself aren't delivered enough. You getting somebody else saved might deliver you. Like for real. Me praying for someone else, I've seen strongholds break off my life. Because I prayed somebody else through. I needed to be delivered, so I prayed for somebody else's deliverance. I sowed that seed of prayer, and therefore I seen my own deliverance and my own breakthrough. You want a breakthrough in your life, pray for somebody else. It's the world we live in. They say work on ourselves so much, and I get it. Yes, let's work on ourselves, but let's work on somebody else and maybe ourselves to get right.
Amen? Amen. That's my talk. Let's say this together. One, two, three, read. The apex of all Christian endeavor must become to place the jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior that the Lamb of God slain may receive the reward of his suffering. Come on, give God praise right there. Hallelujah. Lift your hands tonight. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. We give you honor. Father, we say thank you for every soul saved thus far and every prayer prayed thus far. Father, as we set our eyes to tomorrow, we ask you for a ripe harvest. Easy picking. Let it be just laying there, God. But let us be laborers. Help us to be laborers. I pray the strength over everyone under the sound of my voice in this building and watching online that you strengthen their backs, strengthen their hearts, strengthen their minds to do your work, to do what you've called them to do. Strengthen us, God. Strengthen us as never before. Help us to be a vessel. Devil, we serve you notice. There's a force coming. There's a force coming. The sleeping giant is awakening. The sleeping giant is awake and we understand there's no time to live. We must win people to Jesus Christ now. And we thank you for it tonight, God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Father, we pray for our pastor as he travels. Be with him, surround him as a shield. We thank you, oh Father, for even the fire that he's put in us. God, thank you for a pastor with a heart for the lost. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want you to let someone else enjoy it. Go share, comment, leave a review, get the word out. Let's spread more encouragement in the world. Connect with me on all social platforms. You can find links to all my pages on ashleykariyuki.com. Hope you will listen again very soon. God bless.